With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What's up, everybody? My name is BMAC. Brandon Coon with Sports Talk with Brandon. This is episode 26. Today we're going to be talking about Tiger Woods, recapping him at the Masters, and saying, saying what I think most people are saying now. And then the other thing we're going to be talking about last night was WrestleMania and NXT was on Saturday. I'm going to recap both of those things for you today. Mania week, Mania weekend was very fun. I'm going to recap NXT first and then go back and do Mania at the end. But let's start off with the with some news. First of all, Odell Beckham Jr. is in the the Giants facility today for voluntary workouts. That both well for the Giants, it's both well for him. There's been a lot of off season, off season con- like different stories that came out about him that didn't really look good in people's eyes. But at least he's in the building. That is a good sign for the Giants. A good sign for Giants fans. See what this comes out to. He wants a long term contract. We'll see if he gets one. I highly, I'm gonna be. I won't be surprised if he does get one. The Giants are gonna work something out with him. Nothing wrong there. The other big thing. From this Masters, another we have a new first-time champ for the Masters. Uh, um, Roddy Price, I think is his name is. First-time major, four different Masters champs in the past four years. First, no, four, four different, four, four-time first-time champ has won the Masters. It's the fourth time that's happened. That's really cool. He went 15 under. He did really well. We had a good, a good little run by um, Rory to try to come back. So did Jordan Spieth, who's leading most of the weekend of Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday. So I can give it up to him. And then the last big news, the tragedy that happened in Canada with the hockey team, which is everybody's sad about that, is a tough story. And just 14 dead and 15 uh, injured and the coach died and everything. It was just, It was just hard to – hear about that and I and prayers got to that community and that hockey team and those families and but it, it's rocked the hockey world over you know the NHL Canada all over the hockey world so everybody's thinking about it uh, but let's get into what I'm going to be talking about today first I'm going to go with Tiger Woods Tiger Woods ended, uh, ended 34 if he did get to the weekend he ended on a positive part he went uh, three under on Sunday he was plus one most of the weekend. Uh, he did okay. And do I think this was this was Tucker going to win this? No. Did he have a chance? Maybe. It just how can he hold up? You know, playing and you know he probably wasn't going to get tired. He's not going to get tired from playing golf because he's, he's Tiger Woods. He can play through some certain certain things. But at the same time, he looked. He was off his game. He really didn't have what he normally has. And I think the young guys are really coming up now and just winning. Tiger and Phil are kind of gone out of the picture. I don't see Tiger winning another. I don't see Tiger winning a major this year. I'm going to likely say I don't see Tiger winning another major 
ever. I, I, if you're looking at me like I'm, if you're listening to me like I'm crazy, you probably you're probably right. But I can't. Tiger hasn't been. Tiger's been back for a couple months now. He's won. He did pretty well in a couple turns, but nothing like the Tiger. He's never been a Tiger of old. If that's what you expect, quell your expectations. He's never been a Tiger of old. But can he at least be competitive? Maybe. I don't think he's going to win a bunch of majors. I don't think he's going to be winning majors anytime soon. I can see him winning one more major. Where that is, I don't know. How much longer does he play? I don't know. It just, I think Tiger Woods has hit his, I think Tiger Woods is trying to prove something and he really doesn't need to prove anything because, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's going to be, he can do so much. He could open his own golf course, do every, you know, he could do a lot of different things, training, all that kind of stuff. And this guy solidifies that. Like, Tiger's not going to be that, going to really be in a game contention for anything. The young guys are now really pushing things. And I, I know you're going to say the argument, well, I don't really watch golf because Tiger, Tiger Woods got me into golf. Well, we have these young guys like Roy McIlwain. You have Jordan Spieth. You have Sergio Garcia, who won last year. You have Henrik Stenson. You have all these guys that are doing things. And I know golf is the most interesting sport to watch, understandably. But you got these young guys that are really coming up and really making names for themselves. Tiger and Phil are from the old time, from ten years ago or so. Well, you know this has changed now. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, I, I'm I'm pleased how Tiger finished. I figured if he finished in the top thirty. I mean, top 40 or so, top 30, I would have been, I'm pretty okay with that. I didn't think he's going to be top 10, but if he finished in the top 30, I would, top 40, I would have been fine with that. Lee's up to get, he can get and take, he said he's going to take some time off, you know, relax and try to come back. So I don't know if this is just a one off thing. He's going to do the majors now or he's going to try to, I don't, no, time will tell. Time will just tell. Um, but what do y'all think? If y'all have anything, just hit me up on Twitter at, uh, BL McClendon 24 and see what you think about this. Now we're going to get to the thing I'm, I was most excited about for this weekend. I watched NXT TakeOver New Orleans uh, and WrestleMania 34. Let's start with New Orleans. The first match of the day, the first match was that United States six-way, uh, United States North American, the new North American Championship ladder match with EC3, Ricochet, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Adam Cole, and Velveteen Dream. This match was fun. I loved it. It, it, it. You protected every. You did really. This match was really fun. I did not expect Cole to win. I thought, like most people, uh, EC3 or Ricochet would probably win. Mostly EC3 because he can use the belt and the belt looks cooler on him, but. Cole winning was amazing. The spots were cool. You you protected Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan because they have the chemistry. You know they can do the high the big spots and that helps them out. So that was a fun match. If you have, if you get a chance to watch, get, go find it on YouTube. Go watch it. It is a fun match just to watch itself. Um, next is the um, was the women's title Ember Moon. And Shayna Baszler, this match was interesting. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't think a lot of people were down with the match. I enjoyed the match. I thought the match was fun. Doesn't matter interesting. 
I figured Taylor Bates would win because he lost at the previous show. And the submission special, you know, she submitted and removed and beat her down. So hats off to Baszler. I think that gives Baszler, most people thinking Amber is going up to the main roster. If she does, then I think Baszler will fight Carrie Sane for the title and Carrie Sane can chase for, chase for the championship. We'll see how that goes. Um, but overall, I'm really impressed with how that, that, game, that um, thing went. Then your next match was the was the tag was the triple uh, the triple tag team match with Off the Pain, Undisputed Era, and Roderick Strong and Strong um, and uh, Pete Dunne for the Dusty Cup and the tag team titles, the winner take all. This match was so good because I think of Kyle O'Reilly some credit. Adam Cole, right before this match, prior to this, prior to this, they had a promo backstage where he said, Adam Cole said he couldn't, he might couldn't go. And Kyle O'Reilly said, can we get this match called off? So they don't have a part. So you see Kyle O'Reilly come out for the entrance and then you see uh, Adam Cole slowly walking out, selling his injury. And and he, they're gonna do it. He's gonna Cole's gonna play. Cole's gonna fight. I'm like, okay. And it's funny, like the beginning of this match didn't. This wasn't a real true tag match, but it was fun nonetheless. They did a great job. Cole sold so well, and then I love how Kyle Rally at one point, one of the offers, one of Razor or Aikam, I remember which one who did it, but they kicked him, or they slammed him to the ground. He's like he he tries to muscle something to stand up, then just falls right back down. Like that that was so good. And some of the you know, Cole uh, Roger Strong and Pete Dunne were amazing. Then the ending to this match was awesome. I think the ending of this match was amazing. I think the ending was that you you have Roger Strong and you have Pete Dunne about to win about to. He hits the uh, bitter end on one one of the uh, on Kyle Rally, and Pete Dunne's going for the cover. Next thing I know, where Roger Strong breaks for the pen, hits him hits the move on Pete Dunne, and then pulls Ra- Ra- uh, Kyle Rally on top of Pete Dunne to count the one two three. You undisputed era retained the titles, and Roderick Strong joined undisputed era. That was a beautiful mo- that was a beautiful kind of storytelling because prior in the year on some of the takeaways, uh Adam Cole was trying to recruit Roger Strong and Roger Kong kept saying no. Now he's joined the heel fa- you know, faction. Then we had we had this was a great show by the way. I, I love the show. Then we had a, another good match with um Alistair Black and CN Finn Almas. And you had Selena Vega with him with Finn Almas. Another great match. Black and Finn Almas were going all over the place. Move after move after move. It was fast paced. It was fun. Um Vega did her, did awesome trying to cheat the win to help to help Almas. She went she did three times she went three times. She tried it a fourth the fourth time she tries to jump off the top turnbuckle 
and and for some re- uh, ref caught it and Sinamas catches her in like a uh, not five minutes carry but like a front carry like a front facing carry where you're just at your you're, you're carrying you by your hip or your head and your um, legs and your feet you're just laying on top of them. It was a it, it was a masterful thing and you you see Alistair Black take the advantage and kick Sinamas almost with the black mask. Knocks him out. One, two, three. See, Alistair Black wins the NXT Championship. I thought this was a great match. And at the end, you see Selena Vega just screaming. Just screaming so much. Like, she was mad. She was upset. She felt like they they did everything and they couldn't win the championship. That was amazing. And then the, the last match of the NXT TakeOver uh, New Orleans that was on Saturday was Gargano and Champer. This wasn't really a match, which a lot of people are used to. It wasn't a match. It was just a fight. It was a straight fight with two unsanctioned match with two bitter bitter friends, were good friends at first, tag team DIY, to bitter enemies. I'm not going to give you every spot because it's a long match, but the two couple, one of the couple ones I liked were at the end, at the mainly at the end where they grabbed the crutch, he Champer grabbed the crutches from the dude, which kind of poor taste, but it worked. You know, it works in favor because and they're he's trying to hit Gargano with the crutch, with one of the crutches the whole time. Gargano's ducking. Then they both hit the uh, the they do the DIY pose and do the kick on each other, and then they at one point the Champer's just sitting in the middle of the ring. And like devastated and don't you know doesn't know what to do, and Johnny Gargano they're going both going for the crutch. Gargano gets the crutch, and Chambers like oh I'm in trouble. So Chambers just standing there waiting for his demise. Gargano goes to the corner, breaks the crutch in half. It has the top part with the little bar the end and about to like they to what like pretty much hit him with like punch him with the into the crutch. And he's about to do it, and then Gargano's like, no. And you see a cool little callback to the to the classic uh, the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament where they're just sitting there looking at each other. And then Champer takes his knee brace and tries to hit Gargano with it. Gargano blocks. Gargano gets the knee brace and goes into a front face lock slash STF. Champer taps out, and Gargano's reinstated to NXT. That was amazing. That was that was the ending bit. It's a long match, but if you want to see the ending bit, the ending bit is amazing. I highly recommend it. That was NXT Takeover New Orleans. That was the better of the two shows. That was the really good show. And I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna do a WrestleMania review, and then I'll talk about which show I love better. I'm not going through every WrestleMania match, but the highlights: Oscar loses her streak. Oscar loses her streak. Charlotte retains her title. Nia Jax beats Alexa Bliss pretty handily. Undertaker returns to answer John Cena and then beats John Cena down pretty handily. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers win the tag team titles. This match, the Bludgeon Brothers, the Bludgeon Brothers beat Usos and New Day. It got to. It was not a match at first, but it became a match. It was a good, decent match. It was great. But I love the fact that they kind of told the story. And he gave the Bludgeon Brothers the title because they're a dominant force. Um, <clears throat> I'll do another highlight to this. 
Seth Rollins beat The Miz and Finn Balor in that Intercontinental title match. By the way, if you want to go see a good match, that was a beautiful match. I I missed it because I was getting I was getting dinner the getting dinner, so I didn't get to see the first match. But I went to back and rewatched it. Fun match, one of the best matches all night. I have to give him credit. The other big story was Ronda Rousey making her in-ring debut uh, with Kurt, again, her tagging partner Kurt Angle against Stephanie and Triple H. That this match was beautiful. I I have to get. It's between this match and the Continental for matches tonight. I think they're both really good matches. If you want to go check out two matches that are really good, that one and the tag ma- mixed tag match was amazing. Ronda Rousey looked awesome. She paid homage to Ronnie Rowdy Piper, Ron, Rowdy Ronda, Ronnie Piper. So that was really cool. Um, just so many cool references, and I I I genuinely loved the match, and I loved how Ronda was selling and Ronda was doing offense all that. Then the other big the other big highlight of this was who was Braun's tight partner going to be, and this was kind of weird in the sense of this. I when Braun, when the bar came out and they're waiting, Braun comes out. Braun doesn't have anybody with him, and everyone's like, "What the? Who's the tight partner going to be? What the?" So then. Braun's like Braun grabs the mic and says, "Telling all the who wants to be my tag partner." Next thing, he, next thing, Bar knows he's walking to the crowd trying to find a tag partner. I'm like, well, I'm thinking, oh, this is not what I expected, but okay, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. Next thing I know, they he grabs it like an 11 year old kid, um, 11 year old kid, brings him to the ring, and it was, it was comedy. It was, it was. It was funny. It was good, funny comedy. At the same time, it didn't really work. I I thought it didn't really work well because Braun's a like a top of monster. I know he doesn't need a tag team partner. I don't really get why the game has to force him to get a tag team partner. But I I have to say this: the kid did awesome. I have to give him credit. The kid at least took it. Was just like watching it from the ring and everything, and I'm just like, oh. This is pretty, and they wanted to. Braun won the hell with the kids, the kids of tag team champions. That's a, that's that's something I've probably never say in my lifetime. A ten year old kid, a tag team champion on the WWE. Um, but it was just kind of weird and awkward. I I know how to feel. I was kind of like, okay, okay, we're good. Um, but I think that that's the best way to do that match for me. If you were gonna do it any other way, it wasn't gonna make much sense to anybody else watching. But Inside. It's one of the weird. This is one of the most unpredictable WWE or WrestleMania's ever, because everybody thought this was predictable, like predictable across the board. Like you knew, Roman was winning the tag. I'll get to that. Roman was winning the tag, uh, the Universal Championship. Oscar's winning the SmackDown. Nia Jax won. You kind of figured that. Bludgeon Brothers pretty easy. Seth Rollins, yeah, most people thought that. You know, this was kind of across the board. You knew what was going to happen. You thought, but they changed up a lot of stuff. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised, and I was like, okay, you did what you expected. Then the match that ends WrestleMania 34. Well, let's just say it was kind of disappointing. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Title. It 
reminded me of SummerSlam a couple years ago. I forget when, when Brock Lesnar faced Randy Orton in the sense of this. Face Randy, face Randy Orton, and it was when he also faced John, when Brock Lesnar faced John Cena. It was pretty much a beatdown at first. Roman Reigns tried to come back with some offense. Then they did the spot from Randy Orton, the Randy Orton match a long time, about a couple of years ago, where Randy Orton gets cut on top of it. Randy Orton tries, Brock Lesnar tried to cut him on top of the head, but never does. You know, he, it was a it was like worst, one of the worst spots ever. But he does it here really easily, and it's just like, okay, and. Roman Reigns kicks out like six F five F five. I'm just like, okay, we're getting to a point here. Then actually, Roman gets cut over. Roman kind of builds up some momentum to get back in the offense. Tries to get back. Brock hits him with another F five. One two three. Brock wins. Retains the Universal Hell. And I'm like, okay, that really wasn't anything fun or interesting, but. Um, yeah. Because everybody was assuming Brock Lesnar is leaving after WrestleMania, going back to UFC, doing all. So what the what's with the swerve? And it left off from a few review, few things I've heard of people list, not but not on Twitter, but like on YouTube talking about it. A couple, you know, everybody's like, that was just a weird ending, and it was just not something you you leave a weird taste in everybody's mouth. So I don't know. I to me, I would have gave Brock the I would have gave him Reigns the belt. Brock can leave the UFC. It's a more better ending. Most people don't like Roman Reigns anyway. They boo him. But people were adamantly booing this match. Like, literally booing this match. Um, but the other match that I, I, I would have rather, and I don't say this lightly very often. I'm not going to say this I don't say this lightly. I would have rather had Ada Styles and Nakamura go on last. Because they had a better match. Not one of their, you know, not a classic match. Not something great. But the match was more interesting. The match told a better story, and the and the the sequence at the end for Nakamura where he goes heel on AJ makes a lot more sense. You know, makes it a little more interesting. That's a good thing cliffhanger to leave you on, which is awesome. Like that's a cliffhanger. You don't know what's gonna happen next. So, over that's my review of kind of WrestleMania. I didn't go through every match. I kind of went through the highlight, the big ones. Um, honestly, I loved NXT Takeover. NXT TakeOver was amazing. I think that was a better sh- wrestling show. And don't get me wrong. I love WrestleMania. I, I've watched, I keep up with wrestling. I do keep up with wrestling. I understand. What, you know, I understand wrestling. But at the same time, there's a few things about wrestling I liked. Undertaker coming back, beating down John Cena. That was awesome. Nia Jax winning over, like, the story they were telling about the body shaming and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Be a star. That stuff was amazing. I... I I'm just I'm disappointed with the main event. I'm not really into the the Raw Tag Team Championship. It was kind of weird, but I'm not gonna say anything about it. But the kid Raw made it fun, so I can't. It was a fun match. It was just weird how they did it. I mean, it was just a weird weird WrestleMania, but it was not predictable, which is good. But it still kind of just like left you thinking, what, why. But if you get a chance, go on the network. Uh, if you have WD, if you need a chance to see uh, TakeOver New Orleans, go watch it. It is fun. Um, I want to see what happens tonight on Monday, tonight's Monday Night Raw and see what they're going to do. Does Braun lose the belts because of never having – do they have a tag partner? Do Roman get – does Roman get a second chance at Brock in the show, tonight's show? I don't know. We could see a bunch of things happen. But um, 
I, I like I said, I think the takeover New Orleans show is better. But give me your opinion. If you watched it, tell me what you think. You know, I like to hear. I want to hear your opinion. Like I said, you can tweet me at B B L McClendon. So B L M C C L E N D O N twenty four, and give me your thoughts. But I do thank you for. Um, I do thank you for uh, listening. I hope you did enjoy. I'll be back on uh, what's today. I'll be back on. I'll be back on uh, Thursday or Thursday. I'll go for Raw and SmackDown because I do. I, I'm gonna keep up. So this this is one of the few times where I'll keep up with Raw and SmackDown to tell you what I think. And I'm gonna give you some some news about the play, NBA playoffs, which will be starting soon, and the NHL playoffs that's officially be underway too. But I, say, I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy, and hope to see. Uh, here, hope you come back. See you next time. See you.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.